We're back. We're on. We're on the air. Number 13. Oh, my gosh. 13. 13 of them. Two carpenters and a misfit. Should we skip Carp- this episode? Kind of like in a hotel. Was, there's two misfits and a carpenter. Yeah, what did you call? Two carpenters and a misfit? not two carpenters and a <laughs> No. 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 My wife subs out for a light bulb change. Are you kidding me? I can't. <laughs> well, we are back, folks. And uh, happy Friday to everybody out there. We, uh, yeah, we, we, we always try to get a little pre little pre-warm-up before yeah. we jump on. And that was a really good one. This a, is going to suck. We have but... some great pre-warm-up going on there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyways, thanks all you guys for tuning in, for listening to us. We've actually been getting quite a bit of downloads, so somebody out there is liking us. So thank you so much, and hopefully it encourages you and uh, helps See, you to, yeah. you know. Either that or using it as an example on a Wednesday Baptist revival saying this is what it's not. Yes, I don't know. Totally could be no offense, well. Baptist. I was a Baptist. <laughs> so uh, today you. we are going to try. We talked a little bit about gratitude. We talked a little bit about just, you know, again, trying to encourage. And we've had different questions, different things that have popped up. But today uh, we were, well, actually it was from one of your rants. Um, as you guys out there, some of you know, maybe some of you don't, but uh, Sean does a daily rant, he calls it, and texts out to some folks, which um, has always been very encouraging. Man, you've been probably doing it for how many years now? Oh, gosh. Uh, five, maybe? Yeah. At yeah, five. at least five. Well, we were still living in Bozeman when it happened, and yeah. I've been here for almost four years, so yeah, it's maybe cool. six. It's, it's, it's all grace-bound. It's all about kind of taking the weight off and, and being free in, in Christ, and... Uh, yeah, I think well, that's a lot. How, where do you get your info from, Sean? How do you how do you do these other? Movies? You know, a lot of it is um, social media. So I'll I follow and read and study with uh, you know based on a lot of people that I like, um, Chad Bird. All these guys have Twitter accounts and so forth, yeah. and they're bite sized tweets, right? Yeah. And if I like them and it's something that that resonates with me for that day, I know it'll resonate with other people. So I copy and paste, and I give them credit, obviously, for mm-hmm. the thought. Yeah. Hey man, no, Chad's awesome. Like, I sent him a uh, one of our links to our podcast. So who knows? Maybe he's Uh-oh. checking out. Maybe he's, yeah, <laughs> that, that might be why you're blocked. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> But uh, no, I wanted to read you guys a rant. Um, this was yesterday, actually, and kind of can spur off a little bit of convo from it today. But um, it says, as sinners, we are addicted to the law. It is indeed one hell of a drug. And we are, as a result, especially adept at turning what God intends as a gift into something we need to do towards him or earn or try really hard to possess. Take, for example, repentance. Think how you've heard it taught and how you naturally perceive it. Probably something around disciplining yourself to cease sinning in a particular way. But repentance is God pursuing you in your sin and rebellion, like he did with Jonah or even the lost sheep, and bringing you home to himself and then throwing a party in your honor. As Dr. Rod Rosenblatt says, all of our repentance is half-assed. It is God who repents the sinner, and he does so by turning us away from ourselves and all of our attempts at self-justification and turning us towards Christ, who is everything for us. That was Couch. Yeah, Ryan Couch. Yeah, he's a friend of mine, lives in Bend, Oregon, uh, former pastor in the Calvary Church system, um, as well as the Acts 29 
um, went through a lot of things. Um, he's now um, in Bend, Oregon, and he's in the grocery business, and he's a friend of mine hmm. um, and uh, is leading a small group of people because uh, they couldn't find a church that didn't mix law and gospel. So he's, he's kind of having a house church right now. Isn't it crazy how pretty much in my life anyway, I don't know about you guys out there, but all the people that I've known that have perceived and taken on the law, mm-hmm. they don't last. Mm-mm. Can't do it, man. Me neither. You neither. Yeah. No. And what happens is you take this on and that you can only go so long before, we talked a little bit about that last week, before it just breaks. Yeah. You can't do it. And then in your search, I think that is when a lot of people find this thing called grace, which yeah. is what we're so passionate about. It's why we're doing this podcast. So we're, we're not teachers of the law like we've talked about. You know, we talked about Chad Bird. Like, I love listening to him. He's a, he's a teacher. Yeah, he really yeah. is. We're yeah. literally just two guys that have gone through this and feel the need to tell you that it's not about the law. Yeah. And then we're talking about gratitude today. We were going to dive into kind of what that looks like in the olden days when we were that way versus gratitude now when we're talking about grace. And so mm-hmm. for me, gratitude in the olden days, there really wasn't much of it. There really wasn't such a thing as gratitude. I don't even know if I can remember a time that I was grateful. I can't remember a minute I was happy. I, I mean, it, wasn't, yeah. it, was just, it was just striding. Like, it was just like... I mean, think about it. Like, I look just back and I'm like... Such an honest answer, though. I mean, it's, it's like, just, now that I think back about it... Well, it, was, it was just me <laughs> desperately trying all To save the yourself, Gosh, yeah. It was like, so, so if I was, let's say, grateful or if things were good in my life, it was like, it was comparing myself to the next guy. Right. So to yeah. me, it was like... Okay, so like this morning, I had my quiet time. Like, you know what? It's Wednesday night. I went to church, you yeah. know? Um, I'm going to go help my buddy move this weekend, <laughs> all of which I have. I don't want to do any of this stuff at all. I don't want to go to church on Wednesday. I sure the heck don't want to help this guy move. I don't want to go do these things. But guess what? If I don't do it, yeah. then God's not close to me. Yeah. I'm not going to have that. And so for me, gratitude was my checklist. Yeah, sure, what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's kind of funny that way. I mean, even think about the Israelites where God um, really desired relationship with his people. Um, And they're like, yeah, just tell us what to do. And, you know, we still do that today. And um, I think the biggest thing, if, if the gratitude that I have today has to do on what Jesus has done for me and really understanding what that involves. And I think primary, the thing that we don't mention a lot, um, and, and hopefully in the church that you are going to, everybody out there, or both of you out there, um, the, the, the most primary thing out there is Christ and Him crucified and the forgiveness of sins. We don't, we don't hear about that a lot. We don't hear a lot about forgiveness of sins. It's kind of in passing, um, and it's more on the um, improvement or betterment of the Christian to be able to uh, prove that we have justification with Christ. <clears throat> you know, Jesus said, God has, since the beginning of creation of the world, he wants rest for us people. The, the whole design has been for us to rest rest in him what he's created what we enjoy uh our relationship with him what we eat what we do 
all those things are resting in the goodness of God. And since the fall, things have been turned upside down. Jesus is the ultimate resting point of, and, and he goes to great extents to have a relationship with us. He gives the parables of the lost sheep, right? And, and the prodigal and those type of things. Yeah. Totally. No, and then we think about <clears throat> typically, again, what, what that message is going to come across on Sunday. For me, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of rest. No. There wasn't a whole lot of, um, wow, I feel so refreshed. I feel so grateful. You know, this, this term gratitude and really where it comes from that we, you know. So again, if I look back on the past versus now, like you, Sean, the the gratitude is just on a daily basis of of reminding myself what has already been done. Mm-hmm. And on doing that, everything drastically changes in my life. Yeah. My attitude, my everything, my job, my relationships, the love that I have in my heart for the people that are close to me, which is loving your neighbor. Everything radically changes when you put it in light of what's already been done. Yes. Now... If I'm the flip side, which is I go to church and we gotta do, we gotta get those crowns, we gotta get obey, you gotta do these things, you gotta do, 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 gotta get, 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 you gotta, you know, all these things that you have to do. Again, I'm, I go right back to this. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh! Like God doesn't love me. Yeah. Why? Because I can't add up. I'm never gonna add up. Yeah. I'm not good enough. I'm not the right kind of person. I did that again. I did this again. But when that changes to wait a second, it's it's finished. It can't. It, it can't be. Yeah. It's really, truly finished. Yeah. And Sean, you have that written on your arm. Yeah. Tell us that. Yeah. We have to remind ourselves, people. We've got to remind ourselves on a daily basis that your gratitude comes from what's been done for you, not for what you are doing for God. Yeah. And that's the reason why God done for you, right? Because of our inability to do for God in a way that's holy and perfect, which is how we were designed before the fall. You know, what's what's amazing is we don't believe it, okay? Uh, I think it was Luther that said, Lord, I believe. Well, it's actually in the Bible, too. I can't remember exactly. It might have been in the, the Gospels where... Um, you know, Jesus asked me if he believed. He said, I believe, Lord, help my unbelief. And Luther had quoted that in some of his writings. And I think that's true for anybody out there, any Christian out there. You know, that's why he's given us certain things for reminders. You know, that's what church is, right? We go every Sunday to worship and be reminded of God's goodness and uh, for, for us. Uh, I don't think we have to be reminded that we are wretched souls. We have that spiritual battle all week. We need rest. And a church needs to be at a place at rest. It's not saying, hey, don't worry about your sins or, hey, this area of your life isn't, you know, isn't, isn't, is hurting other people. It's hurting yourself. There's horizontal consequence to your sin. And out of love, Craig, I need to be able to talk to you and say, hey, look, um, you know, that's, that's not who you are anymore. Okay, it's contrary to who you are anymore, and vice versa, or whatever, and point you back to the cross and say, look, man, I got some good news. I know this is dark. I know this is bleak, but I have good news for you. Um, There's a rant today I, I sent out had to do with, I don't know if it was today, but or maybe I was reading something, but it has to do with uh, repentance. When we're justified, you know, something that's been pounded on 
on top of me when I was learning about Christianity was, well, you know, faith and repentance. You got to have both to be able to be justified. Well, we don't have either when we're justified, okay? God gives us both. And the fruits of being justified is repentance and faith. Uh, but it's given to us. We can't, even, we can't even boast in those things. Even our repentance is given to us. Uh, we want to turn around and say, well, I repented. Well, you didn't repent good enough, Craig. And I don't think you were sincere enough. And that is really, really harmful to another believer. And who are you? old man, to judge another brother. Uh, Your whole job, regardless of it, is to remind him who he is in Christ. Let God handle that. That's God's repentance. And if you don't think that's sincere enough, then you're not actually talking. You're talking to God here. Everything's given to us. And we we really don't like that. That's why we have a problem with grace. It is. It's crazy. And if we look back at this rant that we read earlier, it says again, as as sinners, we were addicted to the law. It is is indeed one hell of a drug. Yeah. When you think about that, like, the law being a drug, well, define that. What does that look like to today's people out there? So they're like, Craig, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it does because when your life becomes about obeying a certain way, it's not because you're doing it for love in your heart. It's because you're doing it to be justified in your mind, to somebody that's that's judging you and justifying you. Mm-hmm. So again, you, you're constantly trying to live up every single day, and you get to boast from it. You get to you get to be proud. You get to beat your chest. You get to be better than the next person, and it's so addictive that that's what we have in today's church. Mm-hmm. It's just groups and groups and groups of people who are desperately seeking to be better than the next because they think that's how they get close yeah. to God. Or we have the uh, there's only two effects of the law, right? And the Bible talks about you know Christ being the end of the law, and I think what people don't understand is that okay, well then they ran right to antinomianism, right? It's like nah, you're misunderstanding what the law is and what what uh, the gospel is, and we mix that continuously, which creates tensions, quote unquote. Okay, well, and so we're misunderstanding the Bible. The law either leads to self-righteousness. Hey, you know, I'm not perfect, Craig. We always hear that, right? It's like, well, you know, it's, well, you know, I'm not perfect because that's our out. Okay. And then it's like, but I'm better than you. Okay. You need to bring it up to snuff here. I see you kind of doing this. Well, it creates a piousness. It's the Pharisee type of mentality. Or it creates absolute despair in the believer because they're trying to do something that actually is going to condemn them. And we're, we're coming from a spot that's weak, like the flesh, to pry, try to keep a law that's already been fulfilled for us. And our focus is actually on ourselves or others and not Christ and Him crucified for the forgiveness and sins and the raising of the dead. Amen. This is the Savior. This is the God we serve. Yeah. And that, by the way, creates what? Gratitude, joy. Thank you, Jesus, right? Well, that's just it. How, how many of you guys are listening out there when you think of those people that you've run into those christians that you've run into have you have you run into that loving you know man or woman who has been spit out at the other side that's just grateful for their lives and so happy for what they have in christ or are you running into these people who are very self-righteous and very wanting you to do and be a certain type of way and i think that's a great 
barometer in your life to to kind of who you want to surround yourself with is again we're, we we do have way 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 too many people out there that are are not again they're they're putting things on your back weight on your life they're not pointing you to the freedom that is in Christ now again that freedom in Christ is not some license to go and do anything that you want to do it's a freedom from from a gratefulness and a gratitude and a place where you look at your life and you're like man I just I, I couldn't have done any of this I couldn't right. be anywhere I couldn't I'm, I, I can't even go one day God without your yeah. grace because every single day that I feel that I can go out there and yeah. I can do it every single time I fall down my thoughts mm-hmm. my actions who I am and when you have that idea of that checklist sorry everyone you, you can't check off enough boxes otherwise he wouldn't have had to come and die for you if yeah. you can check off all the boxes by your deeds guess what there's no need yeah and that's funny when I look back like we talked about it just I, I tried so desperately because I couldn't understand what what that what, why he had to do that mm-hmm. now I look back and that's <laughs> just you know how you mature in different things it's like wow talk about an immature wannabe Christian man that mm-hmm. was just striving to do I mean I was doing everything in the wrong way and yeah. I had to go through that amen to get to the place that I'm in today Yeah. and Couch had to go through it he had to go yeah. through so yeah. that he could get in the place that he's at today sure and um, we all do. So, I mean, if you guys are out there and you're going through that process, then amen, you, you'll get to it. But just know you don't have to strive so desperately to have the attention and the love from some amazing God that already loves you so dearly. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, if there's any striving left in the Christian faith, it's striving for Jesus. What's that look like? That is, you know, Paul said, uh, pray without ceasing. And I, I, you know, we, we can't be on our knees. We're not monks, right? We got to go to work, man. We got, you know, practices, ballets, all these type of things we got to do. But it's, it's Jesus being prominent on your brain all the time. You know, I know a lot of times when, when I'm in the spirit, not in the flesh, I'm thinking about what he said, how he said it, uh, some other people commenting on it and being reminded of his love, goodness for us, and the forgiveness of sins. And that is, in a sense, prayer without ceasing. Amen. And then this last part of this uh, rant, which I love so much too, as uh, a doctor, excuse me if I'm wrong, Rosenblatt? Rosenblatt, yeah. He's a, a Lutheran pastor, uh, part of 1517, uh, an organization, Chad Bird, uh, yeah, Daniel yeah. E. M. Pry- or e. Uh, Price, uh, write for it and so forth. So does Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. I love this quote. Uh, All of our repentance is half-assed. Yeah. It is God who repents the sinner, and he does so by turning us away from ourselves and all of our attempts at self-justification and turning us towards Christ, who is everything for us. Yeah, it's excellent, isn't it? I mean, is that not... Yeah, unpack that, right? I mean... We think of uh, a repentance of turning away from something and disciplining ourselves from whatever it may be, some well, this, sin, right? This term, right? This term has always yeah. been, the, it's, a, it's a military term to stop exactly right. where you're at and turn around. Yeah, about and face, exact, go the opposite yeah. and discipline so you don't go back. We're actually, repentance is God interceding for us in our muck, right? And saving us uh, from what? 
He's already saved us from sin. It's saving us from ourselves and our feeble attempts of overcoming, right? Um, so break that down for me, Sean. So if I'm, if I'm in sin today and I, the Holy Spirit hits me and, I, and I'm like, you know what, I've got to go talk to Sean. I'm, just, I'm, in, I'm in the wrong spot. I did the wrong thing. And I come to you and I'm, I'm like, Sean, I need to repent mm -hmm. of my actions. Now, what you're talking about is how the... A lot of times, I can take pride in the fact that, that I you're repenting. even repenting. There you so go. Then I'm going, yes, Sean. So I, you know, I know I did wrong, but now I'm I'm going to do the holy right thing, and I'm going to repent and make sure everybody knows about it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, look, I I think it's I, I've when I find myself in sin and I'm convicted based on because it's contrary to who I am as a new creature, which by the way is probably every minute. Okay, whether my thought life or not. But if it's something that's nagging, I'll just go to the Lord. And I'll say, you know, Lord, this isn't. This is contrary to who I am. I confess it, I, you know, and I, I, I ask for forgiveness, although I know I have forgiveness already. And the response to that from my holy God is, I don't condemn you. Therefore, you are free to what? Go and sin no more. This has been done. So when we when we come when we repent, that repentance comes from the Spirit, comes from God, right? Mm -hmm. And it's turning away from us and our attempts to overcome because it's half-assed mm -hmm. and there's a, it's tainted with our own sin. Mm -hmm. I've seen people be be put on programs before, Craig, of well, here's what I need you to do so you can stop this in your life. Mm -hmm. Okay, every type of addiction stems from self-worth and not knowing who you are. You're, it's, it's an identity crisis. You're searching for something that'll give you peace and rest, whether it be sex, drugs, um, fitness can be that way, eating, right? You name it, right? We can turn anything good into something that is uh, tainted with sin, and we want to try to control that. That's the law, right? So... God gives us that repentance. He gives that to us because if we try to do some things, it's it's tainted with sin. So he actually repents us, Chad Bird says. He repents us. And we're like, well, now we're back in close to God. It's like, dude, we are never, ever, as a Christian believer, we can't get any closer to God and we can't get any farther away from God. He can't love me anymore. And he can't love me any less because he loves me in his son, which he says he's well pleased. Okay? Now that gives me rest. That doesn't make any sense, Sean. Well, I know. It doesn't make any well, sense. Well, and it's not fair either because I have nothing to do with it, doggone it. And I've worked pretty hard at being righteous. Well, not all that hard, but I, I've tried a few times, you know? No, but that, you nailed it. And that is exactly what we're talking about. Gratitude comes from that. Gratitude comes from the idea of exactly what you just stated. And to, and to read this last part one more time, just because, again, it, it needs to sink in. It is God who repents the sinner. And he does, does so by turning us away from ourselves and all of our attempts at self-justification and turning us towards Christ, who is everything for us. Everything. Yeah. Like that, that's it. It's and his pursuit of that repenting us he gives us examples, leaving the 99 to go after the one, the prodigal, the hound of heaven hounds us because he doesn't lose one, Craig. And he pursues us in that repentance and that love and that forgiveness. He pursues us like the hound of heaven does. Isn't that amazing? Now that makes me grateful. That makes me joyful. That makes me worshipful. 
So what would you say to the person out there listening? Because I know it's taken the two of us a long time. We're still daily. we're still doing daily it, right? Process. Daily. So I, I want to feel that. I want to feel that God is... I want to have that gratitude knowing that it's not a race that I have to finish, for say, and to win a prize. Now, that is a biblical term, but I think it's taken out of context. I agree. How do I feel this gratitude joy happiness just this amazing uh grace that's been sung about for generations because i don't feel it sean how Mm. do i how do i get to that place believe in the one he sent he promises can he lie i mean he promises but i've gone to church i'm sitting there i'm going every sunday i'm trying my darndest to maybe even learn some scripture but for some reason i just i still feel this weight well i i think it's because of our we're all little unbelievers until we die there there's a certain amount of the doubt it's so good it's so good how can it be true if there's scripture out there that i think anybody ought to marinate on that struggles with this by the way me okay um is that come to me all who is weak and weary and i will give you rest Okay, for my yoke is light. If it's heavy, you are depending on your flesh, on you to be able to make it right. Depend on the one who will never let you down. Okay, your faith, my faith, is feeble. It's weak. It's unfaithful. His is perfect. It's strong. It's always faithful. So when you go through rough times, don't depend on your faith to get you through it. Depend on his performance, his faith for you. Okay, that he gives you. Trust in that. Don't trust in yourself, your your overcoming, your feeble attempts of overcoming. Trust in the cross and what he's done and the blood and the body. Because it never fails you. And know out there, guys, that's the reason that Sean has this tattooed on his arm, the reason that, you know, we all have to remind ourselves of this daily. The reason that Luther had it on his roof of his ceiling, the reason that all these people is because it's contrary to your flesh. It's contrary to who you are as that person. It's never going to be this easy little, like, I finally got it. You're going to have to remind yourself and and meditate on this on a daily basis that it is finished. Um, It's not something that is just once done it's something that again it just it goes contrary to everything that you are in 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 this body that we have here and so you know you see like tullian fans of this guy you know he's 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 gone up down over and out but he's a he's an awesome guy yeah another another guy that's got you know this tattooed on his arm it's like why why do we have to remind ourselves so vividly on a daily basis constantly that god loves us so much because it's contrary to who you are and yeah, at least the flesh. The it's flesh. contrary to the flesh. Exactly. Yeah. And it's that 100% sinner, 100% saint. It's that simul. That simul, man. And what that means, guys, again, is that, I you know it's a foreign or a weird concept, but you're 100% in Christ, but you're also 100% in this body. And this body likes... And it's weak. It, it, it does what it wants to do a lot of times. And we have to constantly remind ourselves of this. So if you're out there, I mean, again, I hope this encouraged you. Um, again, from a gratitude standpoint, just trying to, to, to get to a place of where that gratitude comes from. 
in your lives. It doesn't come from things. It doesn't come from circumstances. Growth, it doesn't come from money. It doesn't come from all these things. And believe me, I have filled myself up with just about anything and everything possible. Still do on occasion. Yeah, me and you both, bro. It's struggle. And man, if if when even talking about this today, like it's it really truly is what it's all about. Yeah. Is just resting in Christ. And when you do that, you tend to love people. And this life we're living so much more than we than we do otherwise. Yeah, yeah, amen. So, uh, hey guys, thanks a lot for tuning in. Um, we will be back, uh, whether you like it or not. Next, we are, Friday. we are. No, you're going to be in Mon. Oh yeah, we gotta, You're going to be in yeah, California, take a little, right? Take a little break and going go down back to the ocean to Cali. A bit. To Cali. <laughs> to Cali. So, uh, but regardless, we'll probably pump out another one on Friday of uh, next week. We might have to just do. When are you leaving? Next week. So, uh, but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. We, Technology. We don't want to leave you hanging. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Love you guys. All Have right. a wonderful weekend. Peace, uh, guys. Weekend. Peace All out. Right.